Welcome to episode one of From the Inside, a podcast of poetry, practice, and prayer. I'm your host, Guy Evans. Today, we will be exploring the topic of centering prayer through a short preface I wrote for a recent retreat. For those of you new to spiritual disciplines, centering prayer is one of the tools we can use on our spiritual journey. It involves sitting quietly in silence and picking a sacred word as a symbol of our consent to God's presence and action within. Whenever we find our mind becoming engaged with thoughts, which can include feelings, emotions, body sensations, and perceptions, we gently bring our awareness back to the sacred word. For those just starting out with centering prayer, it can be challenging at times to sustain a practice when it doesn't appear anything is happening. This preface offers a framing to better understand the presence and action of the Holy Spirit during Centering Prayer. Let's listen. A Preface to Centering Prayer When we find ourselves engaged with thoughts in Centering Prayer, we introduce the sacred word as the symbol of our consent to God's presence and action within. This presence is life-giving, but in the moment we often sense nothing at all, or we may experience feelings that seem to be anything but life-giving, boredom, questioning, frustration. As I disengage from such feelings and return to the sacred word, a mini-death occurs. I surrender my will and its expectations. I place myself into the hands of our loving God. In such moments, I may remind myself of God's presence and action within, right here, right now, in this very breath. My presence in this moment, sustained without outward proof of God's, expresses a faith choice. I could choose to indulge in my thoughts. I could even choose to stand up and break the practice. But I choose to remain, to abandon thoughts, and believe that God is, indeed, present and acting within. I'm thinking about how seeds and bread dough express the same faith. If seeds were conscious, might they take issue with being suffocated in dirt? If bread dough were conscious, might it be offended by being roughed up in the mixer, only to be left alone for hours on the baker's table? Both might feel boredom. Both might question if anything is happening. Both might feel frustration from being confined, still and silent. What might your counsel be to the seed and dough? We might describe to them an image of a lovely sunflower. We might describe a crispy loaf of sourdough, a baguette that you can only find in France. Take heart, dear friends, we might say. Look ahead to your glorious future. 
So too, we must remind ourselves of our own glorious future. We must remind ourselves of what is actually happening as we sit. As we sit, buds of grace begin to swell, then burst, then flower. As we sit, the Holy Spirit pollinates these delicate flowers. The petals drop. Tiny baby apples appear. The apples grow and mature in a juicy sweetness. So it is then that as we sit, the Holy Spirit matures her fruits within us. Which leads to that day when a friend will say, My, you handled that moment with grace. And you will look back at her a bit puzzled. The act felt completely natural and effortless. No thought involved. Indeed, no thought involved. On that day, you will know a fruit has grown ripe, like the opening of a sunflower, like the delight of warm, fresh bread. Fruits of the Spirit extend outward, as effortless as the beauty of a daisy gracing the eye. All thanks be to God. Which brings us back to practice and centering prayer. The creation of fruits of the Spirit extends inward in a similar fashion. No thought involved. Only the smallest of acts of letting go. A returning in faith to God's presence and action within. We sit with all planted seeds and all loaves of rising bread dough throughout space and time. Come, then, let us sit. Amen. For those of you interested in Centering Prayer, I will say as a note of encouragement that this practice, this practice of sitting silently, fuels an ongoing transformation of my nature from the inside out. This is truly ongoing. God is truly present and working within. I see the fruits of this transformation in both pleasant and unpleasant ways in my life. Pleasantly, I find myself having more patience, more grace, more insight, more self-discipline. Unpleasantly, I find myself more convicted by the Spirit for smaller and smaller daily sins in my life. The more I slow down, the more I am aware of the violence of my continued speed. This brings to mind the quote by Thomas Merton on this subject. Merton writes, The rush and pressure of modern life are a form perhaps the most common form, of its innate violence. To allow oneself to be carried away by a multitude of conflicting concerns, to surrender to too many demands, to commit oneself to too many projects, to want to help everyone in everything, is to succumb to violence. Fascinating quote. 
Of course, the beauty of the gospel is that we are not left convicted by the Spirit alone. We are not left to figure it out. No, we rise up in forgiveness following the Eucharist each Sunday, completely new again in Christ. All praise be to God. And with continued practice, we continue to become more and more transformed in His image. If this preface has piqued your interest a bit in Centering Prayer, I invite you to see the episode notes for a few resources. I've included links to a 10-minute introductory video on Centering Prayer, as well as links to the Contemplative Outreach website. And if you're hearing about the good news of this forgiveness anew or for the first time, I invite you to seek out a local church. Walk inside and say to the first person you see, Can you tell me more about the gospel? I know, that sounds crazy and scary, but I dare you to do it. Your life will not be the same. And you'll be glad that you did. Friends, that brings us to the end of episode one of From the Inside. I pray this episode has nourished you and strengthened you. I pray you find your way into a local faith community in which you can join in the mutual transformation that is our destiny. I end today with one of my favorite sendings found in the Lutheran Church's book of worship. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. And the people say, everybody now, thanks be to God. Blessings, everyone. Until next time.